the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. Uh, so happy to be here with you. Man, is it pretty out there today. Going to get up into the upper 60s, maybe even lower 70s by this afternoon. See, I told you winter is coming gone. That's it. All right. Um, yeah, we're not going to have a deep cold freeze snap in February. <laughs> Don't put your money on that one. I'll bet you we have a good snap in February. Folks, um, it's 31 days till primary voting starts. Yes, 31 days until primary voting starts. So um, are you behind a candidate yet? Are you working with a candidate yet? Tonight at the uh, Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting, you will have an opportunity to believe uh, to meet, I believe, either six or seven actual true for real candidates, everything from Don Huffine's for um, state governor all the way, and I don't say down, all the way across to uh, your representative for House District 19. I believe we have two of the uh, challengers in that coming in. Uh, uh, Nubia Devine, a very dear friend of mine, longtime friend. Ellen Troxclair with a with a, a record of uh, fighting progressives and um, and Democrats in Austin. Uh, we have, uh, let's see, the candidate for Raul Reyes for uh, senator uh, for Senate District 24 is also going to be here tonight. So you've got a lot of opportunities to meet and greet some of these candidates and find out what you can do to help get them elected. So that's tonight. Um, Six o'clock dinner will be served. A suggested donation of around $7.00. The meeting starts at 6.30. We promptly shut her down at 8. Our amazing speaker and guest this evening is the gray man, and uh, he's going to be on the air with me here in a few short minutes to give us a preview of what we are in for this evening. So a chance to meet candidates. If you're a member of the Tea Party, um, please uh, bring your 20 bucks tonight to pay for your annual membership. We uh, collect uh, dues at the beginning of every year. It's $20 a year. That gets you all kind of specials and goodies. Um, in fact, it more than pays for some of the special meals and events that come your way throughout the year. So that'll be going on tonight. We'll have all the candidates there. It's going to be a fun house, a fun madhouse tonight. I'm expecting it to be a standing room only meeting. So please come on in, show up a little early, stay late, and uh, get to meet some of these candidates. And uh, a message of um, a message from the gray man that uh, needs to be heard on a regular basis. All right, going out a little further on your calendar, on Saturday the 15th, the Llano County Republican Party has a debate going on between uh, the House District 53 
candidates. That would be your incumbent, Andy Murr, um, in a debate with uh, his challenger, Wes Verdell. Um, I think this may be one of the only opportunities I'm aware of where these two are going to be on the same stage at the same time. Uh, Sunday on the 16th, uh, Liberty in Action uh, is going to be uh, meeting at Cross Kingdom. They're meet and greets at 4 o'clock at Cross Kingdom Church in uh, Kerrville. I don't know, that may be an Ingram address, uh, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Blue Sage Event Hall. Um, that is this Sunday at 4 o'clock. Um, Tuesday, the 18th, another opportunity to uh, hear from your incumbent, Andy Murr, at the Hill Country Republican Club. So uh, take that opportunity to uh, go visit with Andy and, um, you know, just ask him a few questions. Um, he's uh, been there for a long time, and uh, it's, um, yeah, be ready. Um, Wednesday the 19th, the Radiothon. Oh, we're so excited about that here. Gonna have, uh, it's going to be a crazy day. We have all kinds of fun. Uh, that is next Wednesday. And uh, then Saturday the 22nd, and uh, that's probably where we'll stop on the announcements today. But on Saturday the 22nd, our It Is a Go for the Grassroots Training, the Conservative Leadership uh, training class that is a go we did get the minimum on that i did get an email from someone yesterday who said dadgummit matt it's uh, now the early bird price is gone so found that out yesterday the early bird price is gone it is fifty dollars now for that class on saturday the 22nd i have been going through and looking at the slides that accompany this course and i'm telling you is it a lot of the things you've heard before? Yes, they take it to a next, the next level. I promise you, if you think you've gone to all the trainings, grassroots, activist trainings, if you've been doing this for years and years, as someone told me the other day on the phone, this one goes a level or two deeper than I have ever seen before. And so I think this is going to be an amazing training the uh, way to get a hold of that is uh, either go to fredericksburgteaparty.org and you'll find a link there or just open up your amazing newsletter that comes out every Monday and we have had links in that email now for about five or six weeks and so just pick one of those recent Monday's newsletters, pull it up and you'll find the link in there. All right, let's... Uh, do a little bit of uh, poor Richard. I was listening on the way in, and one of Harley's uh, people he has on gave three poor Richards. He gave three poor Richards in one day. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so uh, here we go. We'll uh, pick a random one here. And, yes, I know what random means. Humility makes great men twice honorable. Ben Franklin said uh, you will be double honorable if you have humility. So thank you, poor Richard from 1735. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with the gray man. Thanks to you, I'm much obliged. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Before we get to the gray man, We've got our good friend Jody Gould with the Tejas Smoke Depot on the line with us. Jody, how are you today? 
I'm doing well, Matt. Thank you. How about you? Man, we're doing good. We're keeping the Kung flu at arm's length, and so oh, life yeah. is good. So let's tell folks about the Tejas Smoke Depot. What what kind of, uh, I think it's a little obvious with your name, you guys carry tobacco products. Give us an idea of uh, of your inventory, what you guys have in your store. Well, we have all kinds of tobacco products. We have cigarettes, of course, which is what got us started in the beginning, and um, fine cigars, under-premium cigars, pipe tobaccos, chew, roll-your-own tobacco, and basically all the accessories that go along with tobacco products. Um, you know, the old-school Earl Garrett snuff, uh-huh. that is tobacco. But there you go. <laughs> Not sure exactly how they do that, but yeah. Your grandma's yeah. snuff. Grandma's snuff. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, pretty much all the accessories that you know get you through. You know, we have pipes and pipe cleaners and cigar cutters and uh, injectors for making your own cigarettes and papers for mm. you roll your own. And um, so yeah, just about any kind of accessory you can think of, we've got it. And if we don't have it, we'll get it. So. All right. And um, let's uh, tell people where you are. If you um, okay. head out uh, on Main Street in Fredericksburg, if you'll head west on Main Street in Fredericksburg and go all the way down to the Y, uh, uh, veer to the left at the Y, and down a little, a wee bit on the left is the Tejas Smoke Depot. And you can't bring your kids in there, but if you got kids in the truck, just make a counter clockwise circle around the building and they will you will pull right up to their uh, drive-by window where jody or one of her awesome uh, either family members and or employees will help on you uh help you and uh, take care of whatever you need including you guys also have soda pops and beer and ice and you carry the local uh, not so standard newspaper and bumper stickers and bandanas and you know just all kinds of little things that you might need when you're on the road okay um so anyway i wanted to mention that we have an anniversary coming up yes uh, you do january 26th is uh gonna be 25 years we've uh, go we started our business and so um we're gonna we're gearing up for a big month-long celebration discounts and we're not haven't worked out the details but we plan on starting that in february um and so just letting people know that um february be a good time to come by and stock up on whatever it is we've got a lot of customers that have been that are still coming in after 25 years absolutely and they're still there so yeah loyal customers yeah loyal customers man that's a key to a good business one of the things we do here is every week we uh, give you a phrase that pays. And what you do when you go into the store, you're making your purchase. If you'll tell them the phrase that pays, you'll get a discount for that purchase as well as getting your name in the hat for a monthly drawing. And uh, we were not ready last month, and so um, we um, um, uh, are having the monthly drawing today. So tell us who the winner is today. Today's winner is Gerald Crenwelge. All right, Gerald. Gerald, if you're listening, come on by and get your discount and your um, gift certificate. Yeah. And um, we appreciate your business and also listening for listening to the Matt Long Show because you have to listen to get the phrase. That's right. And what is the phrase that pays this week? The phrase is don't put off 
till tomorrow what you can do today. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. That sounds great. Another Ben Franklin. You know, that's right out of, uh, uh, that's right out of uh, Ben Franklin. So yep. we're getting a lot of Ben today. Must be the spirit of Ben is moving around. It is. It is. And it's a good spirit to be moving around for sure. That's right. So y'all are open six days a week but closed on Sundays, right? Closed on Sundays, yes. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Saturdays is 9 to 7. All and right. And closed on Sunday. So come on by and... Uh, like I said, tell us the phrase, get your name in the hat, and you may be the winner next month. All right. Jody, thank you so much. Y'all have a, a, a great day. You also. Thank you. All righty. So there you go, our good friends, Dave and Jody Gould, amazing, amazing uh, patriots. And uh, listen, if you're not a tobacco user, we still need to support our amazing friends who are those on the front lines of, of, of fighting for liberty and Dave and Jody Gould are definitely that. So, you know, go by and get a moon pie and a Dr. Pepper. So uh, there you go. Um, great man. Good morning, sir. Do you like moon pies and Dr. Pepper? I like Dr. Pepper a lot. You like Dr. Pepper a lot. Have you ever been to the uh, Dr. Pepper Museum? I have not. It's, it's quite a trip, you know, that's up there. I think they've got one in Waco. But if you go to Dublin, that's where the Dr. Pepper originally was bottled. And when I went into that museum, you could smell the Dr. Pepper in the air. Sounds like a trip worth taking. It, it absolutely is. So, great man is in here with us today. He's our speaker tonight. Um, you talk about the border. I, let's first of all tell us, uh, uh, give us a little bit of, uh, uh, of a preview of uh, what what you've been doing in the last month and what you're going to talk to us about tonight, and then I want to ask you after that about your your credentials, uh, where your background. So tell us, uh, did you go down to the? Did you spend some time in the bush in December? In uh, December, no. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. But uh, first off, I want to say that it's wonderful to see you, Matt. I am just really heartbroken of why I am here having to talk about this. I know. We shouldn't even be talking about this. And uh, this is uh, just to encapsulate uh, the current iteration of um, Trips Down South started in May due to um, a county actually declaring a state of emergency and taking about 33 other counties with it mm -hmm. along in that declaration. And the one silver lining about this is that we're getting bubble-up leadership from the county level leading the people and actually following their oath to protect and defend the Constitution and the citizens. Mm -hmm. And so that's an encouraging sign, but you don't really enjoy what it takes to get that. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it takes an emergency. Sometimes it takes a lot of blood spilled before you end up i like the way you said that bubbling up i think what that is is people seeing a seeing an issue and rather than passing it on they're going to stand up and and take take control of it as much as possible at the local level they have to they have to because as everybody should know if you're paying attention the federal government is not helping at all in fact they uh they have i believe they've crossed the line into giving aid and comfort to the enemy mm. because 
their actions and non-actions have really uh, encouraged this in this current invasion and i i hate calling it an invasion because what we saw under obama and previously was an invasion mm-hmm. yes this is, but this is on steroids mm. and so what we're going to talk about tonight are all the people that have come across through being organized by different actors state and non-state actors who want to see the destruction of our republic you know you, that's interesting you bring that up because my very next question was i have this theory and i've bounced it off of a couple of people but i have this theory that the federal government at this point in time and the progressives up in the federal government would love nothing more than to have the southwest deteriorate to the point where they then would have the excuse to bring the heavy hand down i i don't know if this is on purpose or if it's just happening that way what do you think about that theory well i i used to say that they're either idiots or they've betrayed us Mm. well i'm sorry but they there is too much organization there's too much effective use of strategy tactics and money to to uh, fund this invasion and get it up here to come to any other conclusion that it's a planned event Mm -hmm. and we see this in recent 30 40 year history in other countries in africa other places in which they have overrun the locals with a population in order to change uh the nature of the country Mm. We saw it in a couple of African countries uh, with uh, jihadis coming over, bringing in populations. Mm-hmm. And here, here's a key fact. How many people understand that the Islamic State now controls a port in Mozambique? Wow. Uh, that's not really talked about, but it's the same tactics, techniques, and procedures started out in the 60s and 70s, funded by, gee, lo and behold, the Soviet Union and mm. communist China. One of the things that the Soviet Union used to do as they were expanding their powers, if they would grab up these little countries or regions, uh, give Ukraine as an example, they would immediately send in as many Russians. They would move them there, families, um, and they would move them there on purpose. And I think we're seeing this happening in Ukraine right now, that so many Russians were, I don't know, forcibly moved in there. And now you've got the Russian, you've got the Russia now saying, well, we've got all these Russian people in there and they really want to be a part of Russia. And we have to protect them. And we have to protect them. Yeah. And so I, I don't know. It's, it's hard. There's so much of this border situation that is so hard to get into my brain because it just, it just doesn't make any sense at all. Why would any country allow the free flow? of of illegals illegal aliens and by the way the term alien that is a legal a legal term recognized as an internationally recognized legal term yes am i right the term yes. alien and that is that we're not talking about you know little gray men or the greens or but that is an official legal term and the term alien means someone who is not in the country of of which they are a citizen of now you can you know, I sometimes use the, the milder term, which is border invader. Okay. But, uh, you know, to get back to your point, Matt, when you 
come to the conclusion, which is hard to do, that this is a planned action perpetrated by some of the people that are now occupying positions of authority in our republic, then it all makes sense. Mm. Yeah, and it's that, that makes it even scarier. Um, the um, I've been reading uh, uh, recently there was some kind of um, major battle or major leader taken out in the cartel along the border. Are you familiar with that story? Uh, not what. Not really to that detail, because there is a, a couple of them, but uh, can you specify the cartel? No, I don't know. I was just reading recently that there was a, a cartel boss taken out and that there was their infighting, which, by the way, we can hear on, from the, uh, the Texas side of the river. We can hear those battles, can't we? Yes. Uh, you, can, you might be talking about the next generation Holesco cartel who's had a leader taken out, but here's, here's the issue is that is going on all the time. It has gone on at least for the past 15 years. And no matter how small or insignificant uh, an initiative that helps secure the border, it's going to cause fighting over there Mm -hmm. because all these different factions under the different, and they're actually transnational criminal organizations, they don't want to go out of business. So Mm -hmm. if something happens, let's say a, there's 20 DPS troopers standing on on uh, north side of the Rio, and they're blocking a known smuggling route. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy's not going to want to lose his business. Got not not going to want to appear to be weak. So what's he going to do? Well, you know, I like you, buddy, but you know, I need your smuggling route. So you know, leave or here's a couple grenades you can mm. juggle until they go off. Wow, wow. Listen, we need to take a short break. I want to ask you when we get back. How deep in bed, uh, you can think about this during the break, how how corrupt is the Mexican government when it comes to assisting all of this? How deep does that go? We'd like to hear about that from you after the break. You got it. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back with the gray man who is also going to be our speaker presenter you got a slideshow coming tonight? Yes, I do. All right, so we got slideshows, etc. It's going to be quite an evening. Um, and you're getting a preview right now on the Matt Long Show. Y'all stay tuned, and we'll be right back with the gray man. Over a river that now runs dry, like the back of my throat when the sun is folks we are back thank you so much for staying tuned we have the gray man in the studio with us this morning he's also going to be our speaker at the fredericksburg tea party meeting tonight that's it uh, the meeting starts at 6 30 at 212 west san antonio in uh, fredericksburg so i posed a question to you the mexican government how deep how far how corrupt and are they what's their role in all of this uh, what's happening at the border well, to start off with, we have to recognize that the government does not control the border anymore. And the yet, Mexican government. Mexican government does not control the border. Okay. It's divided up among the different criminal organizations. And if you want to go north, you talk to them, you pay them. And the Mexican government is not involved at that level. And it's, it, it's approaching being a failed state. 
and the government does have actions they they have people who are in authority but they are not diverting their resources to attack that issue of fighting the criminals and here's how the cooperative they are with the criminals uh i was down uh, recently in the del rio sector and had people tell me that you know traffic's dropped off traffic is not coming north right now and their assessment of why it's not coming across is because somebody in the democrat party in the u.s democrat party called uh, made a phone call and said hey look we're getting killed here with all the uh all the news reports of what a poor job we're doing. So you need to back off for a while and let things simmer down so people forget that there's an invasion going on and that you're uh, trafficking uh, young girls, that you're bringing fentanyl from China in. And, you know, give us a break because we need to recover so we can do well in the upcoming midterms. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the assessment from the people down south. Wow. The um, how much of that corruption we talk about the uh, what's going on on the Mexican side and that the border there is completely all the way across controlled by cartels. Do we see any? Is that corruption moving into Texas border counties? Are you seeing anything like that? Is there? I see an article every now and then about a judge or a or a, a somebody on the Texas side. Mm-hmm. What what is that? What's your gut feeling on that? Well, uh, I'm going to recall to you the uh, report that General Scales and General McCaffrey did in 2011 for Todd Staples, who was the Agricultural Commissioner at the time. Mm-hmm. And their report was an analysis of military assessment of the border. And the conclusion they reached was that the intent of the TCOs or cartels was to control a 100-mile swath in South Texas that they could operate with impunity, okay? And you think, well, why why that? Well, think of the infrastructure of the roads because I-35 is the drug corridor to Chicago with where the drugs get distributed from, mm-hmm. but also natural gas, oil, ranches, farms. If they can get a piece of that action, hey, life's good for them, okay? And, okay, so they were... Let's say that they implemented that plan. Well, of course, our government at the time would fight against that. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, in 2014, 59 officials in Hildago County were arrested, including the county sheriff and his son, who was a police officer in one of the cities. And then later on, the mayor of Premont, Texas, was arrested for working with the cartels. And Premont is in Brooks County north of Falfurious, where the last checkpoint is. Mm. And then you had corruption in that the a Border Patrol agent in Hebronville was arrested, and when they opened up the safe at his house, they saw night vision uh, weapons from the armory and about $50,000 in cash. And the reason they searched his home is because there was a man who ended up uh, in his, they, his body was missing, but they found the head washed up <laughs> on the shore, uh, near Corpus Christi, and it led back to his brothers were the ones who murdered him on behalf of the Zetas. Wow, wow. We hear, um, I have heard stories. I was down at the border. It's been a little too long. I think it was about uh, last summer t- sometime when I went down with a group from the Fredericksburg Tea Party, 
And we heard a local down there telling us that many properties right on the river mm-hmm. are bought and owned by mm, cartel or mm, just uh, shady people. Um, is yes. there is there some truth to that? So they make it across the river right onto a property. Yes, uh, that has been a, a, one of the techniques that the cartels have used ever since they've been in, in existence. Uh, and there was a situation in which a property uh, owner found himself surrounded by cartel-owned properties, and they coerced him finally, this is about five, six years ago, into selling that property to get direct access to a major highway. And, of course, the slogan, and I'm not a Spanish speaker, so I'll just give you the... Pluma the, o plata. Yeah, yeah. You're either going to take our, our silver or you're going to take our lead. You're gonna. That's right. I lived in Colombia for three years, and that was, uh, that was a line I learned down there was lead or silver. You can take our silver or you can take our lead. And if you think of, you know, well, I'm an American, I'm a Texan, and nobody can force me to do that, and my local sheriff's going to protect me, and mm-hmm. that kind of all goes out the window. Is is it really, could you say it's truly lawless on the north side of the border? Is it going lawless? Is it certain areas? What, on our side? We're, we're, uh, we're approaching the situation that we used to have Oh, over a hundred years ago, mm. uh, where uh, Roy Bean was called the only law west, west of the, of the Pe- Pecos. Okay, right. uh, you had the uh, the nations before it was Oklahoma, and that was where the outlaws would hole up in. Mm-hmm. And so there are areas where there they are exerting more and more control. Here's an example: one of the properties that groups down there are helping the owners with have been in recent uh, weeks intercepting groups of men uh, 2 a.m. in the morning, crossing this property to get to another one. The reason they're getting to this property, want to get to this property, is there's a stash house there, okay? And the stash house has been raided several, several times, but the property owner is so far eluded apprehension by saying, hey, it's not me, it's my manager. So he's gone through uh, several branch managers who get arrested and tried, but the stash house is still operational and he still owns the property. And, and there again, he's kind of rich so that he can uh, bribe his way and he can you know set up people not to talk to, hey, you, there'll be stuff waiting for you when you get out. So don't say a word. Wow. Yeah, just like the movies. It sounds like the movies. Um, So the um, the uh, we know that the feds are we we have federal down there, right? I mean, you smile when I said that this is radio. um, But yeah, uh, yeah, I got a big smile from the gray man. We have feds down there um, that are seem to be catch and release. What uh, your locals? No, no, it's not catch and release. It's it's process. It's they pro- are processing good. the paperwork, and in in fact, here's how bad it is. Uh, the local reporter was giving a, a report to Brett Barr on Fox News, mm-hmm. and he just laid out the truth of how low morale is in the Border Patrol, because this is not what they signed up for, to process people who have invaded our republic and give them a bus ticket. 
Right. They they want to secure our border, but they are being hampered and prevented from doing that. All the tools that they use to do that are being taken away so that they they don't have any means to pursue criminals. Uh it that one of the functions that the state troopers do is respond to ranch owners who have uh detained, apprehended mm-hmm. these illegal aliens or and um they're the ones they uh have the aliens turned over to is the state instead of the federal. That's right. And then depending on, on what set of category rules that our leaders have idiotically put in place, they will either be prosecuted and jailed or they get turned over to the federal government and released. And released. So let's uh, let's put on our uh, fantasy hat and you wake up tomorrow and uh, the gray man is now Governor Gray Man of the state of Texas. What um, Do you know what kind of power you would have and what could you do down on the border? What would you do? Well, I'm not a lawyer, nor do I play one on TV. <laughs> there you so go. So I, 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 I know that the governor's powers were limited due to the uh, current state constitution we have. However, my understanding is he's still the commander of the National Guard. Mm-hmm. He still has control of the troopers. Right. All right. So, troopers, you get out and you assist. You respond to uh, to any criminal acts. National Guard, gear up. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna patrol the border and protect us from invasion. Oh, you're stopping immigration. No, we're not stopping. We're just saying that they go through the 22 approved entry points in Texas. Right. At where people are checked and verified, and we get a decision of who comes in our country. Meanwhile, I would have, quite frankly, up armored Humvees patrolling the Rio Grande because I don't like the fact that every now and then they shoot at us, right? At us being the National Guard or the troopers, or they will uh, shoot at Border Patrol in the past because the boats that they have patrolling the river aren't armed. Mm. So They're not we, armed. Any no, the only the only six the only six boats that are armed on the Rio Grande are the Texas. They have a dual mounted uh, two forty M two forty machine guns, six oh. of them, and so they don't get shot at. Yeah, I'll bet but they the unarmed uh, boats for the border patrol do. So I would militarize the border mm. because we have been invaded. Hello, even the the state senate has said that. They passed a resolution in 2017 saying so. Yeah. Mm. So the uh, are you in contact with, uh, do you uh, see or talk to any of the National Guard, State Guard people down there? I They're not authorized to talk to people. Ah, okay. We've been hearing some stories that uh, they're having uh, Texas is not getting those guys paid on time. And I have some heard of those them are, stories. You've heard those stories too. And read those stories, and I can understand. I understand it, but I don't excuse it. Right, right. Uh, it is reprehensible. It um, is. Back when I was a reservist in the 90s, there may have been pay issues, but we're talking 2022, the most modern tech-savvy country oh, yeah. in the world, and we can't we can't pay our folks on time. Uh, and it's not like, well, they're overseas and we're not getting all the information. Yeah. They're still in the state. Yeah. Probably some of them uh, going home at night as well if they live close enough. 
Yeah. So, um, no, they're, they're, no, they're on camps. They're on. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um, give us a little, we just have a couple of minutes left. Give us a preview. So you're going to come tonight. Um, tell us you've got a slideshow. You've got, uh, give us a little preview of, uh, of, of what we're going to get tonight. Well, we're going to go over and start out by explaining exactly what we're facing, the enormity of what we're facing, and who is behind it. And then we're going to go into some of the details of uh, the tactic techniques and procedures that they're using, the technology that they've taken advantage of, and the advances they've made, and what's being done at the local level to counter this. Okay. So we're going to go through that. I know that on the flyer I put uh, talking about refugee resettlement and the asylum program, there is just too much information to delve into those. They are being used uh, unlawfully by our government at the federal level to resettle populations here that are not vetted, uh, and we can go into that at another presentation, but we need to concentrate on what is happening with the magnitude of the people who are coming across and the impact that has on our law enforcement and what's getting by because they're having to deal with families uh, that they can't even check the names of. All right, there you go. You heard it from the gray man, folks. Y'all uh, come to our meeting tonight and uh, get to see and hear this information. Uh, we're going to have a full house. We've got lots of great candidates. We have the gray man, our our keynote speaker, and uh, bringing uh, got a slideshow and everything with it. And uh, he's at, from out of town and has a briefcase, so that makes him an expert. Isn't that the definition? Oh, I don't think so. I, I'm a student of what's going on, not an expert. <laughs> okay. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. Uh, we'll be right back and wrap up uh, the Matt Long Show for a Thursday. Thank you so much for staying tuned. I think you've got a preview of what tonight's going to look like at our monthly Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting, our 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 January meeting to bring in the new year. Um, just real excited. I know that there's uh, going to be some uh, uh, new people there tonight, and uh, because I've spoken to folks uh, in the last 24 hours who said, you know, I think it's time I show up at a Tea Party meeting, and so I'm looking forward to uh, some new folks there tonight. If you're a returning member and want to pay your membership, uh, the easiest thing to do would bring a, a check for $20. That'd make everything easy on everybody. Um, but uh, we'll have a lot going on tonight. Uh, dinner uh, brought to you from uh, by Rex. And so just uh, all, kinds of, uh, all kinds of good things going on at that meeting tonight. Um, when it comes to my sources for what's happening at the border, probably the um, probably my number one source is going to be Breitbart. Um, if you go to Breitbart.com, there is an, and move across the tabs that across the top, and you'll find one that says World. And if you hit the World tab, 
then you will find underneath it the Border Cartel Chronicles. Now, these are real interesting. You probably know that for many years, if a, if a, a Mexican journalist reported on a story that was unfavorable to the government and or the cartels, that they would uh, just uh, end up getting uh, pretty much just disappeared. And so for a long time, any journalism, true journalism from south of the border, um, was just not happening. So Breitbart went in and um, very carefully and very secretly a number of years ago went onto the south side of the border and started recruiting citizen journalists. They use uh, fake names. They use... Uh, they do everything they can to hide their identity, and uh, then they send these reports off to Breitbart, Texas, and uh, thus you get the the um, uh, the cartel chronicles at Breitbart. And just looking, I'm just going to read the headlines. Um, here we go. Uh, exclusive migrant drowns in waste pit near border in Texas. Um, here we go, 19,000 migrants apprehended on the southwest border in 2022, says a source. Here's the next one, 50 immigrants found in the California freight trains. Man, that is that can't be comfortable. Um, human smuggling pursuits skyrocket in Texas County near the border. Um, in fact, that one has a, a whole lot of video of uh, of dash cam uh, video of the trafficking that's going on listen this is this can be real scary i mean how many times in your town in in kerrville or in fredericksburg or bandera how many times have you seen high speed chases down main street i mean is it once a year is it um once every 10 years you know i've been in fredericksburg now over 20 years and there was a high-speed chase uh, through town, uh, oh, goodness, seemed like in November sometime. And I think I may recall one other one since the time I've been here. For some reason, there's stuck in the corner of my head that there was sometime in the past 23 years, there was a nut. So my point is there have been two of them in the last 23 years here in Fredericksburg. What is happening at the border is they are regularly um, high-speed chases, and I mean almost every day. Um, in fact, I heard uh, one story a while back where it was three high-speed chases down Main Street. Can you imagine that in Bandera? I mean, it's, it, it's scary. And then these guys, I don't understand why they think they're going to get away, but they always try. And eventually when they do pull over or plow into a fence or take off through the brush, um, the, they, they leave the car in gear and they all start rolling out of it and taking off. And you've got two troopers there that have decided to pull over this car that's weaving a little bit. And all of a sudden you've got 17 uh, people bailing and heading in every direction. You're not going to catch them. There's just, it, it, it's, it, it's not going to happen. And uh, one of the things that um, one of the stories I heard that was going on in Kenny County, I believe, was they were decided to, when the bailer was a woman or someone with a child, that they would uh, charge them with child endangerment along with uh, whatever else. But uh, 
Yeah, if you're bringing your eight-year-old, smuggling them across the river in the middle of the night into snake-ridden, dangerous countryside, being led by a a coyote who could care less whether you get there alive or not. He just wants to get most of his people there. If you're a parent and you're putting your child into those situations, you know, a lot of people say, well, that's just out of desperation. I think at some point it becomes child abuse. And so that is uh, one of the uh, tactics that I know that they're using in Kenny County, that when they find someone, an illegal with children, um, depending on the situation, if they're out in the brush during the summer and they don't have water, I mean, you're putting the life of your child in danger. And uh, so they are making arrests like that. Some of these counties down there really have stepped up. They have the issue of where to put these people once they do because the number of, uh, of, of, of arrests ends up getting so high. Um, but these are, uh, let's see, here's another headline from Breitbart. Cartel gunmen and police clash in Mexican border uh, uh, city. Um, cartel gunmen dump nine bodies in uh, coastal state that was uh, off Veracruz um here we go here's another one dump 10 bodies outside the governor's palace um this th- these are things this is not getting reported on if there's another source as good as Breitbart folks on the border I would love to hear from you on it um I know the Epic Times has a good reporter that's been down there quite often and uh, so that is a, a good source. Um, but uh, these these things, you may not be hearing about it, but it's going on. And so the gray man is going to be um, the um, uh, it, it's going to be able to fill you in on that. He just wrote me a note. Borderland beat is that dot border, Borderland beat online. I'm going to look that one up. I'm going to add that to my. Uh, border pages borderland beat all right so check that out i'll check that out and there's uh, apparently uh, the gray man says there's uh, some good uh, good information on that site but it's it is um, you know we live in a time where 20 20 25 30 years ago we wouldn't even been able to get this kind of news i mean you wouldn't even been able to dig for it um, but now with enough, um, with, an, with, with the flow of information being so easy these days with the Internet, there is truth is eventually going to leak out somewhere. So Borderland, Borderland Beat, Borderland Beat. See, I'm going to have to write that down. We'll uh, check that one out. Um, but uh, get yourself informed. Uh, bring a friend tonight to the meeting. Um, not only to get them engaged in the process of self-governance, of of choosing in the uh, primary election who we want to be our Republican nominee in November, um, get them engaged. Uh, show them here's the truth of the Texas border, and that's what you will get tonight at uh, 6.30 at St. Joseph's Hall, the regular monthly meeting of the Fredericksburg tea party and uh it's going to be a good one it's going to be a full house and we're real excited um and so there you go that's uh tonight looking forward to seeing you there um let me see we're gonna finish up with a scripture here 
Um, let's see. Let's uh, go to uh, Romans. You know, I think I use this one quite often, but that's all right. Um, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jews first and also to the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, but the righteous man shall live by faith. That's out of Romans 1, 16 through 17. By the way, we've had on our prayer list the last couple of days, Rachel and Gordon, and uh, we'd reported yesterday that Gordon had gotten into the hospital. Um, and on the way home, Rachel called me and said, thank you so much for the prayer requests over the radio. She was going to be taking Gordon home yesterday afternoon. I haven't heard anything uh, since then. But uh, we're just gracious that uh, we're just glad that Gordon only had to spend apparently a day or two in the hospital in his back home. There's a lot of folks out there just starting to come down with that little bit of flu bug. Need you just to pray for the health of everyone around you and uh, pray for our country and uh, pray for our meeting tonight. Can I ask a special request? Um, with so much going on at tonight's Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting, we need prayers that this meeting and just runs as smooth as possibly can and that everybody who needs to get heard gets heard and that we all get checked in and uh really looking forward to this but uh, put a little extra prayer in for our meeting tonight and um let's see i could go ahead and i got a minute here add a little bit more to your calendar thursday the 27th listen young people are getting engaged in the hill country isn't that exciting young people are getting engaged so on Thursday, the 27th, they're going to be meeting at the Pint and Plow at 6 o'clock. You go join those awesome under-30s. I think most of them are under 30. So um, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine, and uh, we will see you manana. <laughs>